Hey, wrestling fans, this is Mr. Technical, Barry Horowitz. When I listen to podcasts, I listen to the best. I listen to Ring the Bell with Barris, J.D., and Logan. And if I were you, I would do the same. And give yourself a pat on the back for listening to Ring the Bell. And that's right, everybody. J.D. here. As I say every week, if you're listening to me, you must be listening to Ring the Bell Radio. You're favorite wrestling podcast of all of the internet isn't that right logan yes sir it is the whole interwebs all of them they we yeah those things yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smooth where's 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 barris did we get hold well, of him or what well hold on hold on hold on barris is supposed to be calling us in and in the meantime not right now but after our show Visit ringthebellradio.com, and you could hear all our programs from there. And you can either hit the George button in the Batmobile, like Logan said last week, which will also work. <laughs> um, but click or tap the big red button that says listen to our podcast. I think you know what to do by now. I don't think I have to be saying it every week anymore. You know, Yeah, but then um, new, new listeners aren't going to know. Yeah, that's true. That's yes, true. If you're a new listener, go there. If you're an old listener, go there. Just go there. How about that? Do it now. Do, yeah, do it now. You will do it immediately. So, <laughs> um, so the big news is while we're waiting for the rabbi to phone in, because he said something about going on his world tour with the Barris Mobile. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So, well, as we're waiting for him to call in, of course he's going to call in late. You know, would you expect anything else? No. Um, did you hear about, uh, it's probably old news by now, but did you hear about Marty Jannetty, Logan? Yeah, you know what? I actually <laughs> uh, I saw our post on the uh, on the Facebook page. Um, so it's so weird because, you know what? First, when I, when I read it, I was like, um, dude, you're fucking stupid. Why did you say this? Right, but then I read it again and again and a few more times, and honestly, it, it just sounds like a mark, or, or you know something you would put on Facebook. I mean, I, I don't like his language that he used. Uh, I think at one point he said something like, "Yeah, he was a fag" or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really do that. If you're whatever your sexual orientation is, doesn't bother to me as long as you like wrestling. If you don't right. like wrestling, I hate you. So, but yeah, you know, but, but the way it's said, the way he puts it in a post, and I just read it again actually before before we got on, and it's it's pretty much like, yeah, this dude dragged me around the back of the around the back of the bowling alley. I used to buy weed off of him, and then yeah, he 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 disappeared. That the police should have looked in the river. I mean, come on. I mean, that that sounds like look. I'm a 60 year old wrestler. I don't really have any celebrity power anymore. Let's throw something up to make some noise and get some interest in my name again. Uh, I was just going to say, do you, th you think it's, uh-oh, you know, let me let me put some bizarro post out there and it got everyone talking about me again. Yeah, I mean, it just, it sounds, you know, you know it sounds something you would say when you were in, you know, the schoolyard. Oh, yeah, you don't want to mess with me. I made a guy disappear. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it sounds childish. And um, plus, why would you say that? I mean, yeah. my genetic well, is not stupid. That's the thing. The, He's not stupid man. So it just sounds like a mark to me. He basically gave all the evidence he needs to get rested. 
All right, you told a a, a a date when he was 13 years old, so you know roughly what year yeah. it is. You, he said the place, so you know, yeah. the bowling alley. So this guy apparently was either working there or came there. It's not very difficult to go back in time in records and say, okay, well, okay, call him a fag. Is that real? Was he gay? Let's have a look. Oh, there was a gay dude who worked there at this year who then disappeared. I mean, come on. That's like fucking stupid. Pardon my language to the younger viewers. But I mean, realistically, it sounds so much like a mark or something you just want to throw out there to, you know, prove you're a hard ass or something like that, which is just stupid for a 60 year old man. We're we're not if how do I say this right, Logan? We're not making fun of the situation. We're just make we're making fun of Marty being an idiot. Yeah, and I mean, okay. simply... Like, these are we, our views. Yeah, we don't yeah. know what's going on. I no. know the police are looking into it now. They are. So, they are. you know, we'll, we'll see how it develops. But, you know, yeah. we'll find out if it's just a, him being stupid or uh, if it's real. And it, I God hope it isn't real. Because if it yeah. is, Marty, they're going to work out, you know. And even if you don't get done for it, you've now got that stigma around you. Yeah. No one's going to hire you now because you've been accused of, well, you basically put yourself out there as a murderer. So you've ruined your career now. Uh, it's just, it's stupid. All right. Sorry. I'm, I'm rambling anyway. on. I'm getting on my right, rant. Right, Let's yeah, move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, let me look at the, oh, I think this is Barris on the oh line. Oh, my here. God. We got someone on the line. Let me see here. Yep, that's him. Okay, okay. Barris. Barris. What is going on, gentlemen? Uh, hey, there up, he brother. is. Okay. Where, where, where did the spiritual trail take you this week? Well, we got the Barris Mobile waxed and gassed, ready to go. And we ended up in Disco, Tennessee. Disco, Tennessee. Is that a real place? Oh, it's a real place, all right. It's pretty popular, too. <laughs> I want to go okay. there now. What is in Disco, Tennessee? <laughs> um, has really good nightclub life. Uh, we were partying out last night, uh, me and the road crew. And, uh, yeah, um, it was fun last night. And, you know, gave some spiritual advice, partied out a little bit, and, you know, just recovering today. I imagine you walking into, like, a nightclub dressed like like a pimp. Like literally, oh, yeah. like like the Godfather, okay. And you got like the big hat, feather coming out, big jacket, all that stuff. You got Bane with you, couple of girls scantily clad, and you just like walk into the club, and you're like, spiritual advice. Everyone just stops, and you're like, yeah, words of wisdom, blah blah blah. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Were you there last night? No, but that's what. what no. I'm guessing that's what happened. Do you have a cam on me or something, or <laughs> one of those drone things following me? That's exactly no. how it was. I, yeah. The only difference was I had, I had the old school Adidas uh, tracksuit on. I went eighties last. Oh, night. nice! Oh, just a big gold chain. Uh, cross, yes. Yes. So did you? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you? So you you more instead of the Godfather, you you looked more like the Funkasaurus <laughs> when he came out right. to the uh, ring, right? Somebody call him a mama. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I, think I, I think I can pull it off a little better. Than so so like, right. if you could just walk into a club, okay, or something like that, what would, like, your entrance theme music be? It all depends on, you know, what I'm feeling. Um, sometimes I go with uh, edema. 
Sometimes I go with a band called City of the Week, um, Cottonmouth Things, whatever I'm feeling. Would I you it come was in? be the Oompa Loompa song. <laughs> no, I, I just no. think it's porn music. Like you walk into a club and all you hear is like, wow, chicka, wow, chicka, wow, chicka, wow, no, no, no. wow. Sexual chocolate Mark Henry's theme song. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, Wait we a minute. This right here. Th- here it is right here. Now you need like the rock music, but changed you like, you know, the Barris says, the Barris says, the Barris says, know your role and get your spiritual advice. You know what? We, I might have to step in the recording studio this week. We actually have that in the Barris mobile. So I I might have to Can you hear the spiritual advice? The Barris is talking oh my there you go Don. mission complete yeah okay no, so we so... added a, uh, we added a recording studio in the bears mobile a couple weeks ago so this could work <laughs> Dude, there's a whole fantastic. recording studio this is like optimus prime or something with a trailer <laughs> so did you get a good reception when you rolled into this town people knew who you were oh every I, i'm worldwide so yeah, no people knew who I was. Um, they saw the Bears Mobile on the uh, websites, right? So yeah, no, they knew. So oh, that's you know, cool. Majority during the day, you know, took some time out to eat here and there, but you know, was meeting with everybody who would come up and gave some awesome spiritual advice, which I actually did save one for today. Oh, okay. To give. I'm gonna find that right now. Yeah, no. it's been All a right, while since see. we've heard your wisdom. Yes, it we need well, you. Right. Fill me, Barris. All right. Me. Cue, cue my music. Oh, testify! Please call my name. Stars can't shine without darkness. Go with Barris. Do you think so? Well, technically, darkness or black would be the absence of light. So. Yeah, and if you actually go back to the beginning of how the universe was created, right after reconciliation happened, most of the universe was an opaque color with uh, stars forming. So it actually, stars can shine without darkness. But Logan, I think you... you Professor you Logan, but boom. Hey, Professor, you, you, you just thought way too much into that. I, I, I'm sorry. I love astrophysics and astronomy. It's one of my big things I love. Well, Barris, yeah. the next thing is um, we, we were waiting to tell you this, okay? Um, okay? You seem to have an extreme knack of attracting hate mail on our show. Ooh. Oh, here we go again. Is this what's yes. his name? No, 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 no. I'm going to let me bring it up. No. It, this this isn't the, the the past gentleman. I forget what that guy's name was. Was it like Tim or something? Or was it anyway? No. Yeah. No. But anyway, th- this this guy no. put his name in simply the king of all wrestling. Okay. okay. That's it. The king. Then. Yeah. So. He's the king. Am I reading the message? Are you ready? Yeah. Go. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. I have to hold on. I got to cue my official hate mail music here to play along with us. Okay. Here we go. I have been debating sending this message for a few weeks now. I think it was total bullshit that Barris took over the show. Ooh, burn. 
<laughs> it was very bad form for him to hire personal security to prevent the remaining show hosts to enter the building. Ooh. Okay. I think Logan and JD's punishment was far too forgiving and that Bear should have been suspended from the show for a determined amount of time. Ooh. Hey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm trying to read this. Hold on. Oh, God. <laughs> Along with the suspension, he should be sat in a room and forced to watch WrestleMania 37 again. While God, being no. Fed and... No. No. That's too much. Be... Okay, hold on. He should be sat in a room forced to watch WrestleMania 37 again while being fed nothing but chicken broth. <laughs> that is just my feedback, king of all wrestling. I love this guy. King King of Wrestling. If you listen to this, please get in contact with us on the Facebook page. I want you on this show. I, I invite you to come talk to us sometime. Just yes. get in contact with us, please. I want to hear your opinions in person about Barris and how great I am. I, I mean I mean it just how bad Barris is, okay? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys paid this guy to do this. No, no, that's the great no. thing. We didn't. It's not Mark or anything. This is actually a fan who sent in the mail. I love it. I mean, first off, the punishment is probably one of the most severe punishments of all time. I, I concur strongly. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Second, I like chicken chicken noodle soup. So yeah, but you're not having the noodles. You're just getting the broth. You're getting the broth. Yeah, no noodles for well, you. They actually make that, and I, I, I carry that around sometimes. I get some chicken broth and so wait you carry it around. What, like in a flask or something? No, <laughs> it's shot little... chicken broth. Hold on, go, no, go, go. He carries chicken broth. They literally Campbell's makes it, and when you don't want to eat the soup, you, you throw it in the microwave, and it literally has like a lid. You drink, and that's it. But you wait know, a minute, fight. you you carry it around with you all the time. Though. I know what he's talking not, about. No, my my, time, my wife, I, I have some. My wife has. Uh, she she she's gonna have a root canal on on Monday, okay? And um, her tooth is like killing her this whole weekend. So she's only been able to eat soup. So we actually got those little hand ones, the like the drink carry around ones for her. Yeah, and she's like See? addicted to them now. She loves them. But I could just imagine right. you have like a little Jack Daniels flask. But it's full of chicken broth, and you're just like, people are like, oh, give me a swig. They're like, what the fuck is this? You're like, spiritual broth, broth. man. Spiritual <laughs> broth. Spiritual <laughs> broth to fill you with the Paris. I'm now inside you. Dude, we can market that. Holy shit, we can. <laughs> Ring the bell radio. Broth. Chicken broth, Paris spirit. No, you got spirit, a Ring the bell radio, spiritual broth. I love it. All right, we're going to sell this, guys. $19.99 for a flask of it. Made by Barris, who does it in a temple on the top of a mountain, and he actually raises the chickens himself, and the chickens get blessed, right? And then those chickens get sacrificed to the Barris, and then, like, he hand, like, pulls the feathers off, skins them and everything, and then he makes the broth from those holy chickens. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a selling point, guys. You know, the great thing about that is if we do it like that and we say Barris is a spiritual leader, we can get tax free exemption because we're a religion. We'll we'll get the 1099 uh, filled out right now. Damn uh, right. Yeah. 501c3 status. And 
Anyway, <clears throat> so what are we talking about tonight? What is the what is the subject we're going what? on about? No, wait. So, first, 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 a disclaimer: the Bears does not sacrifice chickens. I'm, oh, I'm okay. Not the, I'm not there the is no proof either way of this. <laughs> okay, so I had an idea, or we, 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 someone had an idea about what we, what the discussion for this evening is. How how do I say this right? Like, really, really bad gimmicks that we saw in wrestling that you knew they weren't just going to work or as soon as you see it you're thinking to yourself what the hell did i say that right you guys know yeah, what i'm talking yeah, about yeah i know exactly I, i've got i've got a couple that have been welling up inside that i really want to you know out all right well hey start us off okay cool all right so my my one my one's actually two all right oh, but it includes the same person Okay, Lita. Lita. Yeah, Lita. Now I love Lita. I think she's she's a great wrestler. She's only the one of the only kind of women wrestlers I've ever really paid attention. If you've listened to the show before, you know I'm not a big women's wrestling fan. I'm more of the male side. Again, cute gay jokes. That's fine. But Lita was really really nice. I loved her as the valet. And she was with the Hardy Boys, right? I mean, that was that was great. And then when she went off by herself, fantastic. Great wrestler, great person. Here's my problem. Two things with Lita. Number one, the whole thing with Kane. Do we remember this? Oh, my, you're right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So for our, for our yeah. listeners at home who don't know what I'm talking about, Kane, this was Kane, no mask Kane, all right, decided that he wanted Lita. So in a storyline, he kidnaps her. And then we're led to believe that they have sex, which obviously is she's being kidnapped. I doubt it's consensual. So there's a rape clause right there. And then she gets pregnant. And then that he forces her to marry him. Okay. And then somebody hits her and she has a miscarriage and loses the baby. All right, so right there, and what I've explained is 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 my whole problem with the situation. All right, first of all, you know, people know me. I, I've I've got many daughters. I love my kids to death, and I've always told my my daughters that they can do anything they want. They can do any job that a man can do. You know, reach for the skies. So I'm one. I think one of the worst crimes that can ever be committed, even worse than murder, is, is rape. I think it's it's disgusting. Well, yeah. All right. Now to include that in a storyline, you know, though it's never said, it's obviously implied what happened. Okay. So you, you're doing this, and this was coming to the end of the attitude era, okay, where things are all over the place. And that's fine, but I mean, come on, that is that 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 there. I mean, what can you tell your kids about that? You're sitting there with your 10 year old and, you know, he's like, well, you know, Lee is pregnant now by Kane, you know, but they're not married. So what happened there? How do you you explain that to a 10 year old? The storyline makes no sense for the younger audience before. I mean, this was before we came PG WWE, but still at the same time. I mean, it is a subject matter that just should not be part of it at all. I mean, I know in soap operas, and we we often compare 
wrestling to you know soap operas and yes that stuff does happen in soap operas but wrestling has a wider reach audience a soap opera is more for your females between you know kind of 18 all the way up to 60 your wrestling is predominantly male anywhere from seven year olds to you know our age 40 50 year olds but you've got to be respectful of what you do your storyline and who's watching it because you know one of your massive chunk of audience are children under the age of 16 they're the guys that you know dad i want a rock t-shirt i want a stone cold steve austin hat those are the guys when you do storylines like that first of all like i said i think it's disgusting all right shouldn't be part of wwe whatsoever but it happened and i think it was a huge mistake to do um and then here's my second part of this again with Lita and all respect to her as well. I love her as a wrestler, but the whole edge sex in the middle of the ring thing. Do we remember that? It was on Raw. I, I don't yeah. think you can forget that. Yeah, I mean, because we saw a boob, which was amazing. Yeah. I might say, Lita, if you, you watch this, <laughs> you listen to this, it was amazing. Thank you. You made a dream come true for an old man. But Again, how, why, why would you want, I mean, I know Vince thought it was a good idea, but again, because it sells, yes, it'll boost ratings, but the fact is, I mean, A, it was so badly done, Uh, and here's the funny thing, if you watch, and for, for, for viewers, listeners, or viewers, if you just YouTube edge Lita sex, you know, you'll get thousands of videos of it, okay? Watch it because it is, it's not even softcore porn, right? It's basically two people who get down to their skivvies, get in a blanket. She takes her bra off. He goes under the blanket, comes up with uh, underwear in his mouth, and we're led to believe they have sex. Now, the funny thing about this, okay, is the, and, uh, the, the actual commentators. I think it's Jerry Laura and somebody else, all right? JR. Yes, was it JR? But yeah, it was JR. Okay. So here's the funny thing is if you listen to it, like Jerry Laura is is treating it like a wrestling match because he doesn't know what to say. All right. So he's like, oh, oh, he's going down. He's going down. You know, and it just, JR's like, uh, yeah, uh, they're in a bed. Um, (laughs) oh, Oh, gee, wow. I mean, they just have no idea how to treat the scene well, whatsoever. Think of and this. It's terrible. Think of this. Edge, Edge and Lita were, were dating at that time. So yeah, there, got- there, there might have actually been a little heen and cheen going on underneath that blanket for a quick minute. <laughs> Who knows? But the yeah. fact is, it's just such a ridiculous thing to have on wrestling. I know, I know we do crazy storylines and back in the kayfabe days that that was doable, but I loved Attitude Era for it's like in your face you this is wrestling i love that but some of the storylines were just so extreme i mean that was 2006 i believe if you fast forward i mean what 14 years later and you did that now oh my god vince mcmahon would be would be up on charges you know i mean that's that's public sex basically right so i mean that's what it's implied as you know it's it's i think it was a ridiculous 
that and the cane thing, I think for for gimmicky stuff, um, relating to the sex part of thing, I think that was the worst thing WWE have ever done with her. That's my rant. Lita did a a shoot interview about that. And she said that Vince was pushing for it. And her and Edge tried to get out of it all day that day before they filmed it. Before they went on air for Raw, they were trying to get out of it. And Vince was all for it. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean, sex sells, but sex sells in wrestling because we have incredibly gorgeous female wrestlers with big breasts, very tight clothes, and very little clothes. That yeah. is the sex part that sells. You don't need to throw one in a ring and and simulate sex in front of 10-year-olds. I mean, there's just, it's not – you don't need to go that far. Vince McMahon is a smart man, right? But sometimes he just – he's out there. You know, oh, this will work. Just do it. Just bang her in oh, the middle of the ring. So? I mean – it's come on, Vince. I mean, obviously, a huge mistake afterwards. But, yeah. That's my rant. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just going on. on. So Which, I got one. Okay. Okay. It's it's more of a uh, not not a situation as a gimmick like you were talking about, but actually a character. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys remember. Um, we first saw him at the Halloween Havoc in '95. He was the the Yeti, the mummy. Okay. Oh, my God. For, like, what, WCW? WCW. He was the yeah, Yeti, but yeah, he looked yeah. like a mummy. Yeah, and I remember. Basically, yeah. And I remember watching. I didn't watch it live. I remember watching it later on. And I remember when he, he the, the Yeti or whoever played him was coming down to the ring. And I'm looking at this going, are you serious? Because it, it 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 that was when wrestling was really changing. They were getting away from, I mean, there were still characters, but I'm going, this would have worked in 1990 or or the late 80s, and maybe you know what I mean, like the the late the 80s. This would have worked where you have a guy come down dressed up as a mummy, but I'm going, not now. And then his big thing was, correct me if I'm wrong, as he came in and he like would grab the guy and. As soon as he would grab them, they would start going into. It's it's like he was giving them the Vulcan neck bench or something, but he ended up looked like he was humping them. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Remember what I mean? Didn't he like join up with a whole bunch of other like really bad like monsters and stuff? Didn't they have like a group or something? Was that the Dungeon of Doom or something? Yeah, that was it. Something like that. I think he was a part of it though. Who was in the dungeon? Because I swear there was a mummy dude in the in the dungeon in the dungeon of whatever. He might have been. I know it was Sullivan. It was uh, the shark, which was earthquake. But um, yeah, the Yeti. Uh, real, real, real quick, the Yeti was only on TV four times before they scrapped it. Really? Okay. Now I don't know about how many times he was he would have been doing house shows or stuff like that. But that's that's just one of them, up the top of my mind. That when you saw him. And I'm going, and you could tell that they were trying to push it. And I'm going, what are you guys thinking? I'm like, you have a, a guy dressed up as a mummy. I'm like, I could see a guy dressed up as like, he paints teeth on his face and calls him the shark. Okay, but a mummy? Really? When you look back at it, it's just in that point in time, there's no way something like that was going to work. Yeah, I get exactly so. what you're saying. It's like, um, remember Glacier? 
WCW. That was another yep. one I was thinking of. They yeah, tried I'm, so hard to oh my shove God. him down everyone's throat. Yeah. Remember the vignettes leading up to him coming? Yeah, I mean, and oh. it was they put a lot of money into that and a lot of a lot of oomph behind it before he got they tried and he came in and he was like I think he became like pretty much a mid-card wrestler, wrestled for a couple of times. And then that was pretty much it. Because he who was he fighting? There was somebody who was fighting who wore a mask or something. Uh, Mortis. That was, was it. Um, Mortis. Mortis. That was yeah. it. Wasn't that, but, wasn't that Adam Bomb in WWF? Was wasn't he Adam Bomb in WWF when he but when he came no, over to WCW? Um who oh, what was his gimmick? Or he took the mask off um Canyon. Uh, that was who it was. Oh, it was Canyon. Okay. But yeah. but still though, you're you're right though. I mean Glacier they they try and I said this already. They tried and tried so many times and so hard. They invested so much money into that, and it just never took off. And I think it had something to do with, like, the the glacier idea is cool because when you when you think back to it, they, they you know I mean you could do anything you want with any character, but they could have. I could see where they could have done something with that, but the way it was presented was almost like a Mortal Kombat action figure. Yeah, I mean, that's there was exactly just something what they based it on. It was, it was there based was something about it. it. It just wasn't like okay, the, the audience wasn't by that point in time. That kind of audience that would have ate that character up wasn't there. It it, it was gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you've got to. If that would have been five years earlier, <clears throat> it would have been amazing. Yeah, I mean, because you think of the money WCW would have made on action figures alone. I mean, Jesus Christ. But, yeah, I mean, the build-up was so good. And they then went so it, far. Hold on. They went so far as to make Glacier the special unlock character on WCW versus NWO. Yeah, yeah, yep, I remember. When you got so far, it was you unlocked a character. And then when you saw – I remember having it. And then you had that you had to win like the championship or something or a specific number of matches. And then it was, oh, you unlocked a character. Who's it going to be? Glacier. And I went, oh, <laughs> even on the video game, even on the even on the video game on the Nintendo when it was this is your character you unlocked. I even still went, oh, couldn't have been like. He- does Diamond he have like a special or... move? Like he does like an ice ball Hadouken or something? That would have <laughs> been cool, but no, <laughs> no. I mean, it was it was. And the bad... one after him was DDP. Like if you, you know, it was like if you won the next group of so many matches, you you unlocked Diamond Dallas Page. And but I'm like, you couldn't have gave me DDP first. I'm like, you would have thought like the special character to unlock would have been like Hollywood Hogan or something, like Glacier. So it even failed in the video game. It's like, oh, you got a new character. It's the Texas Tornado. Oh, wow. Well, impressive. I would have been happier with that. He only had one foot. You didn't know that, right? I didn't know that, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. he only had one foot. I mean, that was that was impressive because I never knew as a kid. It wasn't until later on in life that I found out about that. But yeah. Impressive wrestler. But, I mean, again, mid-card, eh. What know, you I got for us, Barrett? him up too much. The vignettes were too much and then mm. didn't deliver when they transferred him into the ring. Well, well you know what to... happened is he he looked – he was there when the warrior was there. The look was a lot the same. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, and I'm not saying this is just me remembering when I first saw because because I didn't know who who Kerry Von Erich was before he reached WWF. But the first time I saw him, I went, "Oh, he's trying to be like the Ultimate Warrior because he had the long hair and he wore the tassels and everything." Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. later on, I realized no, he he was that long before he was dressing like that long before the Warrior ever started. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he should have came as Von Erich, honestly. I mean, the family's amazing. Great well, eventually they started using his name. Mm-hmm. Texas so, I mean, Tornado, yeah, Kerry I Von think, Eric. I think they should have just came in as, you know, Kerry Von Eric. Straight yeah. up, boom. Because that I think that would have been more more of a push than, you know, making them as a Texas Tornado. I think well, that was just, yeah. You got to remember it was the super, at that time, you know, the character-based wrestling was still at its at its maximum height you know yeah. if you want to say that but okay barris but you got you to have someone who do you have who do you who do you bring into this discussion okay this is one that kind of made me angry when it went down if you guys Uh-oh. remember when wcw debuted oklahoma and yeah. they were making fun of jim ross mm. which i thought that was really poor taste yeah it's a pinata yeah yeah, that and the you know the barbecue sauce stuff and I mean the guy just you know had to spell uh, Bell's palsy and you're re- you know really gonna make fun of him on your show like that yeah. that kind of set me through the roof. I was like, yeah, can't do the, something like that. Like I know, I know that about that like, is so the toy to cut in, but the sad part about that is exactly what you're saying happened with the WCW. Vince did it exactly the same in the WWF. They did yeah. a whole thing with JR, made him like kiss his ass and shit like that. And yeah. I, I can't believe how badly JR was treated in wrestling when he was kind of the linchpin. I mean, if it wasn't for JR hiring certain wrestlers, I mean, it's JR who hired Edge. Yeah. You know? I mean, well, he, he, knew, he knew Edge previous. Mm-hmm. For that, you know, so but he had a wealth of knowledge, and you're using that you're using the illness that he has in a storyline. Uh, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. I think JR got the shittiest deal when it came down to whichever federation he was in, you know, because they always always did some sort of storyline with that, and it was disgusting. Yeah, you know, I know well, JR is one of those guys who's like, you know, grin and bear it, do it for the company. But at the same time, it's just, I watching it as a fan, because you remember, I grew up in the era with, with JR and Jerry Lawler. You know, they were the perfect commentator team for me. And I loved JR. I loved him as, as a commentator. I thought he was one of, one of the best things about watching wrestling matches in that early attitude era, building up to it was listening to JR do the commentary. If it wasn't JR in the commentary table talking about that match when I listened to it, I'm like, who's this dude? You know, no, King needs JR. They work perfect together. Don't f*** up the formula, Vince. And they always did. You know, and and how many times was he fired and then rehired? Because he's f***ing amazing. That's why. Don't fire the dude who literally has put his life into wrestling. That's like turning around firing The Undertaker or taking the piss out of him. You know, you wouldn't do that. 
but JR was willing to do that for the company, and that just shows you the level of mad respect that dude should, that dude deserves. Uh, but he doesn't. He gets stepped on all the time. I'm ranting again. Well, I'm sorry. Air Bischoff nowadays even said, you know, it's 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 something. Am I, you know, am I am I proud that I did that with Oklahoma making fun of Jr. He said no. You know, if you ask me, is it bad taste? He said yes. But you got to remember, at that time, it was hey, you know, two companies battling each other. You had to try to kind of do something. And, you know, and he's like, well, we thought of Oklahoma. And I think I think he said he really didn't want to do it. But it was one of those decisions that he wasn't the sole person that said yes or no on it. I think it came from it. I don't know. It was something like that. But he, he'll even Bischoff even said he, he wasn't keen on doing that. But, you know, he's like, well, we got to do something to try to make fun of Vince. And here it is. I just, I think it's, again, it goes into one of those, those story arcs, gimmick things where, again, you couldn't get away with it today. I mean, boom, you'd, you'd have riots outside, you know, outside, outside WWE. But the fact is, is that there's got to be a moment when Vince or Bishop or somebody turned around and said, nah, this is a bad idea. We should not do this. But what makes somebody think, hold on a minute, let's take the piss out of this guy because he has Bell's palsy and we'll get loads of money from it. Let's make some T-shirts with JR's face on it and be like, rah, 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 rah. I don't know, but let's make money. What kind of, I understand there's a businessman, you know, he wants to make money, but you've got to think about your brand and how people are perceiving that. Now, if you were a new fan and you watched wrestling, maybe a couple of a couple of Raws or Smackdowns before, and then you saw that shit with JR, yeah, you'd be like, well, hold on a minute. He's the nice commentator dude that everyone loves. So why are they picking on him? Oh, yeah, Vince is meant to be the big, big bad. But at the same time, that would be like, and uh, you know, and forgive me when I say these words, um, you know, you've got somebody on the spectrum, um, you know, they have artism. And you go into the ring and you basically rip them apart because they're artistic. That, that's the same thing as what happened yeah. with JR, basically. There has to be a, a, a decision there where you've got to say, now nah, this is wrong. We shouldn't take the piss out of someone because they have a disability. Uh, but, you know, again, it's, it's, it's all about the money. And I think personally, what they did to JR was 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 absolutely terrible. I love the man. He is my commentator. I absolutely adore him. I love how he rounds matches. He is part of the experience. And if you're new to wrestling and you're listening to the show, go pick uh, a match back in the Attitude Era. Not even something big. Just pick a mid-card match and something on Raw. And listen, just don't worry about the match. Just listen to JR. And I guarantee you at the end of the match, you'll understand what the hell happened without actually watching the match. Because JR is so good at commentating on the match that you could literally turn off the screen and still know exactly what's going on in that ring. And the way the flavor he puts into it is just, it's amazing. 
treat like shit. Great guy. There you go. So I got, I got two gimmicks here for you guys. All right. And we're going pretty deep in, we're going pretty deep into the archives on this one. Oh, Jesus. No boy. Oz. Okay. Remember the Oz? Oh my God. That was, yeah. You know who played Oz, right? Oh, yep. Kevin Nash. No way. Okay. So, oh, see, again, I don't know. (laughs) You have Oz. And then there was also, I think he was only working for WWE back in 1990 for maybe five months. Battle Cat. Does oh anyone remember God. Battle Cat? Yes. <laughs> Be sure to tune in next week to hear part two of our discussion. Check us out on ringthebellradio.com, and you can find us on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube.